Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Now I've got a good mind to call today's workout the 30 minute destroyer because it works on two levels. Number one, you're going to be able to destroy your 30 minute time if you do this enough as a training point of view. And number two, if you do it right, it's going to destroy you. So this is going to be one of the really tough workouts because what we're going to do is we're going to do four minutes at 24 strokes a minute and then one minute at 28 strokes a minute. And we're going to repeat that six times over to last 30 minutes in total. Now in terms of pace, this is where it gets kind of uh, however you want to do this. So the 24 strokes a minute, what I'm suggesting is you do that at 2k plus 12 pace. And then when it gets to the 28 strokes a minute, well that's kind of how hard you push it is going to be how hard you're going to push yourself here. So you can either just go up to 28 strokes a minute and just naturally see how fast you end up at, or you can aim for 2k plus 5, which is kind of right about what I'm going to aim to do. Or if you want to try and really kind of go fast, fast today, see if you can go any faster than that. But bear in mind that there is 30 minutes worth of rowing in this session. So if you absolutely blow it in your first one minute of the 28s, then you've kind of blown the point of the workout. So I'd maybe suggest if you're going to go on the top end, then stick to 2k plus 5 at first and then see if you can go any faster. All right, so there isn't really a multi-tier option to this one. It's just going to be tough for everybody, but sometimes you just need to be told to work hard, all right? So because this is going to be a relatively tough uh, workout today, we're going to do a five-minute warm-up just to make sure that we're kind of cooking with gas properly before we get into what is going to be quite an intense workout, all right? So we're going to start off our warm-up by setting up our machine first. So go to your drag factor and set that where you want it to be. You can see I'm still rowing down around about 105 drag right now because I'm trying to work on that leg drive, but set it where you want it to be. Next up, go to your monitor and set it at eye height so you don't have to look up and you don't have to look down. And finally, those foot straps should either cover the bottom lace in your shoe as a guide point or you have to make sure that as you come forwards your shins get into a nice vertical position without you going flying straight past it or without you being stuck and not able to get there all right so our five minute warm-up is going to start at 18 strokes per minute and the pace or the amount of effort you're going to put in is pretty much just the same as if you were doing a body weight squat okay so just a good old little slight push with the legs as though standing up um, but that's it for the first minute all right so here we go then in three two one let's go so the point of saying that as a intensity is that what I want you to do for the first minute is to just work on the timing of laying that power into the machine with your legs while making sure that your hands, or at least the handle, connects with the flywheel at the same time. Okay, so you want that push and the pickup of the handle to happen at exactly the same time. And that's how you get the power into the machine. We'll worry about the finer points of technique and body position as we get into the main row. But if you can make sure to push with your legs and connect both your feet and your handle together, then you're starting off on the good footing, let's say. Okay, so we're a minute in. You can start to look at your pace. And if you have a 2K training pace, start to drift up towards what about 2K plus 20. Okay, and then we'll do that until two minutes to go and then we'll just do our 
single leg drills and things. Now, if you don't know what I mean by 2K training pace, and so when I'm saying things like 2K plus 20 or 2K plus 12, etc., then what it means is that you do a 2,000 meter row as fast as you can. And then you take the resulting time and divide that by four. And that gives you your average time to cover 500 meters across your 2,000 meter time trial. Doesn't matter if you go faster at the start and slower at the end. It's your average time. And then if you set your monitor, hopefully you have an option to show you your current time to cover 500 meters. Like per every stroke. And that's what I mean by pace. So if your average 2K time is two minutes, and I say plus 20 seconds, then you row it two minutes, 20 seconds. Pace. Okay, two more strokes. One more. Let's put one foot on the floor, continue rowing. Now I've got like a YouTube video that describes how to work out 2K pace under the importance of baseline testing, it's called. And the description to this video has a brief rundown of it too. So if I went through it too quick, you can go have a read. One more stroke. Swap feet. Continue rowing with just one leg in. Now remember, you're not meant to feel too different rowing with only one leg. The only thing that should really change is just the fact you're pushing off with one leg. It shouldn't feel wobbly and out of rhythm or anything. But of course you will be slower, but don't worry about that. One more. Both feet in, legs straight, and roll with your back and arms. So make sure to swing over your back first, and then pull in your arms. So you swing your back over your hips, pull in your arms, and then push out your arms, swing back over your hips again. Don't worry if you've got a slight bend to your legs as you come forwards. Just make sure you're not putting any real power out of them. It's all about your back and arms. Okay, straight arms, roll to the front of the machine and just press out with your legs. Doesn't have to be too powerful. What you're working on here is pushing out from the front with straight arms and a forward lean into the front of the machine and trying to work on that timing that we spoke about at the beginning of your leg drive and the arms picking up the flywheel at the same time. Last one. Oh, that five minutes flew by. Crikey, I wonder if the main row's gonna go that quick today. Anyway, keep moving up and down the rail, have a quick drink, and I'll quickly race through one more time what it is we're doing today. Okay then, so today's row is gonna be 30 minutes long, but it's gonna be broken into six chunks of four minutes plus one minute. That first four minutes is gonna be at 24 strokes per minute, and then the next one minute will be at 28 strokes per minute. Now what I'm suggesting is that you do the 24 strokes a minute at 2K plus 12 pace, 
which if you don't have a 2K training pace, it's kind of looking around about seven or eight out of 10 on the effort scale, okay? So it's gonna be a good old grunt that you're putting in. And then when you go up to the 28 strokes a minute for one minute, you're then increasing that pace by a few seconds, okay? So either naturally go up to 28 and see how fast you go, or if you want to aim for a pace, go for around about 2K plus five. Or if you wanna make this really tough today, then maybe see about going a little bit faster than that. But just watch yourself, okay? There's 30 minutes worth of rowing today, and I don't want you to blow up right at the beginning because you hit those 28s too hard. So if you're looking for a fast day, maybe just start at that 2K plus five, and then see if you can increase as the row goes on, because it's gonna be a tough one, all right? Now, it's gonna be a tough one, and you are gonna go hopefully further than you normally do. So what I've done is I've just set this as a 30 minute row and I'm not worried about setting up any kind of intervals and things because I wanna make sure that when I'm done with it, it's gonna be a rankable workout on the Concept2 logbook because this may end up being my season best because I've not really done any hard 30s yet, okay? It'd be something I wanna improve on, but hey, I'm not entirely sure how it's gonna go because it's really warm today and I'm a little bit worried that I'm gonna absolutely blow up with heat halfway through this, but hey, you know what, sometimes you just gotta tough it out and row it. So let's see what happens, okay? So, have a last drink, so this is gonna be your last chance to have a drink for the next 30 minutes. I mean, I'm not saying you can't stop and have a drink, no one's gonna shout at you for it, but the intention here is that you carry on rowing for the full half hour, okay? So here we go then, so starting off at 24 strokes a minute for four minutes, in three, two, one, let's go. Now, good thing about 24s is that you just have to count in two and a halfs or even in fives. As long as you hit every zero and five on your counter, on your timer counter, then you should be sticking to 24 strokes per minute. And like I said, there isn't really a soft option on today's row. I do prefer that 24 strokes a minute is done at at least 2K plus 12 for intense rows like this. If you're doing an hour long, or half marathon or even a marathon you might want to do them at 24 but slower than 2k plus 12 but anything under that I prefer really sticking to kind of defined training paces for these lower end stroke rates. And yeah, sometimes I'll suggest pushing them harder than, like I might say do 24 strokes a minute at 2K plus nine for a push session. But I think I've only really done one row where I've suggested that you row slower. 
than 2k plus 12 on a shorter workout. Okay, two and a half minutes gone. Hopefully you've got your pace and stroke rate locked in. Remember, just watch me on the YouTube videos or on KinoMap or wherever you're watching this. Follow along with me, or row along in fact, and you'll match the stroke rate. Or if you're listening to this on a podcast, then the combination of the sound of the flywheel and my speech pattern should help to lock you in to the rhythm and then you just have to stick to it and just keep an ear out for my flywheel okay so we're coming up to the first 28 strokes a minute four three two one here we go so get that rate up a bit more of a push from your legs to get a faster drive speed and that faster drive speed will help your stroke rate go up as will a faster recovery by getting the handle away from you nice and quick but with a good rhythm okay almost there three two one there we go back to 24s how did that feel I was run about 2k plus five and a half for most of that tiny bit of heat here <laughs> I did try and make sure it's properly hydrated ahead of this row but sometimes no matter how hydrated you are it doesn't stop your internal radiator blowing it's one of those annoying days where it's a little bit on the warm side to be rowing inside but it's really muggy outside 
threatening terrain. I didn't really want to start this row outside and then have to stop halfway through as the Wimbledon ball boys come running onto my back garden. to cover the lawn I wish delusions of grandeur when it comes to my lawn not really Wimbledon standard okay we are just over seven minutes into this workout and can you believe I haven't talked technique yet Come on, watch. So, I kind of alluded to it during the warm up, but the most vital, oh, um, a second out, stroke rate wise. Uh, Let me get back into time again. There we go. Don't want to happen there. Was that a monitor hiccup or was it a John hiccup? The power through your row comes from your legs. And this is what you will use in 37 seconds time when we increase stroke rate again and get the power into the machine. What do you think about pushing the machine away with your feet? Okay, don't think about Pushing yourself backwards. Four, three, two, one. Here we go. 28s. So push the machine away with your feet and keep your arms nice and straight as you do so along with a forward lean into the front of the machine so if you push with your legs with that forward lean and straight arms all the power flows from your legs through your body and into the handle uninterrupted one more ah, back to 24s oh. keep your eye on the timer I will always 
end up for me anyway rowing on a five as in 35 and a zero as in 30 and 25 then 20 so if you can work out what you're seeing on your monitor to match my stroke rate then as we hit those transitions between 28 and 24 you know how we can both fall into sync with each other again so hopefully you understood what I meant about that faster leg drive helping to get that stroke rate up stroke rate isn't just about how quickly you recover to the front for the next stroke it's also about how quickly you can drive to the back to get the power in but still with rhythm so the point isn't to race to the back and then pause for your recovery you want everything to flow from stroke and drive to recovery and once you get that rhythm locked in you'll find it's so much easier to adjust the amount of power that you're putting into the machine and to be able to hold a consistent pace I hear so many people saying that they can't hold a consistent pace at these lower rates and it's because you need that consistency of rhythm that comes from your drive to your recovery without glitching or pausing anywhere all right next 28 in four three two one here we go get up to 28 this is in many ways the most important part of this row the 24s are just there 
to keep the intensity up but these one minute bursts expose you to some hard rowing that when it eventually comes to being a 2 or 5k or 30 minute or 10k you need to know how to deal with this intensity two more one more and back down to 24s we're halfway there Bon Jovi time whoa whoa we're halfway there now it's a good time to really address your body angles and your posture make sure that you are leaning in to a one o'clock position at the front of the machine and then finishing in an 11 o'clock position it's tempting to think that extending those angles will make you go faster but in most cases it doesn't it tires you out quicker and creates power leaks where you're not putting in the right amount of power efficiently and in the case of too deep a layback at the finish it's quite a high potential for injury too as a deeper layback really takes it out in your abs and your intercostals and I must be said I've already talked about the importance of a quick recovery time that deep layback has a real habit of destroying that rhythm and meaning you're kind of all over the place from a stroke rate point of view now I'm not saying it's wrong to have quite a deep layback you'll see some amazingly quick rowers who do that but almost to a T they all have incredibly well-built bodies to match to be able to take the extra forces in the stroke or 
they suffer from back problems because of years of too deep a layback. Oh, okay. Coming up for the next 28s. Six, five. You can tell I'm tired when I elongate my countdown. Three, two, one. Here we go. Hammer off. Try to keep your posture powerful at both ends of the machine. Again, it's tempting to really reach down in the hopes of more pace from the front. But actually, you'll lose pace at this stage from doing that. Keep pushing with your legs. Nice, straight arms. Almost there. Four, three, two, one. And 24s. Try and get my timing right this time. That's better. Oh. I am very, very warm. Now, when I talk about posture, at the front of the machine, that means I want you sitting up on your sit bones. So many times I see people with their hips rolled backwards, tailbone tucked under when they're starting the drive. And that, again, hemorrhages power and can cause lower back pain. So if you are up on your sit bones at the front with a powerful braced core and forward lean hips tilted forwards with your shoulders past your hips then that is the right position to start the stroke and then it's important to hold that forward lean as you push with the legs and only 
when your leg dries is about halfway finished do you finally swing over your hips into that backward lean and only when you start that lean do you finally pull the handle into a finish so arms are straight elbows not bent until the back half of the stroke at which point you pull the handle in run about sternum height send those elbows through squeeze your shoulder blades together and finish strong before pushing out the handle at the same rhythm you pulled in at four three two one eight twenty eights come on almost at 88 it's not back to the future we're not going back in time although these one minute intervals do feel longer than one minute it must be said come on push with those legs keep your stroke rate up even if your pace is falling off keep the stroke rate up three two one last set of 24s Oh. so it's tough a workout as this is programmed to be the real point of it is being able to change from 24 to 28 and back to 24 again that control over your stroke is really important and even if the pace guide for the 28s has really stretched you I want you to hold the 24s and just see what you can manage 
for this last minute coming up all bets are off just see how much faster than now you can get in that last minute you're basically practicing a sprint finish for any distance where you're going to feel fatigued you may have had to ease off maybe the last 28 but the ones coming up imagine you have your PB personal best in sight or you're in a race and your nemesis is in front of you and you need to chase them down so you're holding sensibly for this next 50 seconds then the last minute while still maintaining 28 strokes a minute I want you to squeeze push just power out everything you've got for a super strong blue fireball finish in three two one here we go it's only 28 strokes make sure to push with the legs keep those arms straight and pull to a finish at the back not from the front less than 30 seconds come on really get that fireball of power surge push that machine away listen to the flywheel or water wheel scream one more Oh. Oh. give yourself a moment to catch your breath and if you're okay just move a little bit 
have a drink while I load up a two minute cool down. Oh. Come on. Here we go, send to workout to PM5. Oh. I'm gonna start doing proper reviews of apps for Concept 2s, but spoiler alert, as far as just single iOS or, or, or Android apps are concerned, nothing really beats ErgZone right now. But you have to wait for the reviews for why. Right, two minute cooldown in three, two, one, go. Same amount of pressure that we started the warm up at. So just for time being, connect your feet to the foot plates as though just standing up and then get your handle to pick up the flywheel at the same time. And once you've got that timing right, take your pace up to around about 2K plus 30. So just a little bit more intense than you're doing right now, but nowhere near what you were doing in the main session. And that will give your muscles a chance to fire and flush out all the nasties that working that hard leaves as deposits in your muscles. People have proper scientific names for them. I'm not going to kowtow to them and their science. I'm just going to call them nasties. Some of you know why, because I always get the scientific name wrong. Ha 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 ha. I am but a buffoon. I am a dancing monkey here to entertain you. Although again, much like the similar row that I believe was the last session in fact, there was 18 strokes a minute and then 28, same kind of format, where all I really did was talk about technique and training mentality. Again, in today's session, kind of did the same thing. It's very much as the byproduct of what the session is, where because I've only got four minutes and then one minute, it's quite hard to get lost in one of my meandering comments. Next row I do will be a bottom tier, longer one, and I'll tell you stories of hill walking or doing weights or, oh, who knows. Right, I'm done on the cooldown. If you have any requests for stuff for me to talk about, then obviously let me know and I'll, I'll just talk about that. Because you know what? If you've got a burning question that you want to hear for half an hour while I'm doing a 20 strokes a minute, 2K plus 18 row along with you, then maybe that's the perfect time to actually talk about that stuff. So answers on a postcard to rowalong.com. Well, no, just leave a comment to this YouTube video, to be honest. Or if you're listening to this in the podcast, then you can just do that as a comment, leave me a review and rating and all that. I'm kind of pushing the podcast thing a little bit too much, only because nobody has really reviewed it. So I want to see, I mean, one of the last reviews that's on there, um, I think it was from like October last year or something. So it'd be nice if someone else did. Anyway, but to be honest, that's only just for my ego. It doesn't really do anything. It's not like I get any money out of this stuff. So, and hey, I must have a massive ego to have put myself up in front of this camera and you guys so often for the past year and a half. I said, don't really. I keep on saying, and it is true, that because every time I try and do a session on my own, I push it too hard and I get this weird collarbone pain 
that's basically the thing that's keeping me from, <laughs> so is the sweat in my eyes. Um, yeah, that's keeping me from uh, um, getting back into racing. So I just get this kind of pain, dull pain across. Um, so obviously like my, I don't know, pectoralis minor or whatever, who knows. Um, but that's what the, the pain is. So every time I roll on my own, not with you guys, I go too hard, I, I injure myself. Every time I roll with you, I don't roll that as hard because we just did a session like that and I don't get injured. So for everybody that always says, oh, thank you so much for, for doing these sessions, you're, you're helping everyone, whatever. To be honest, I'm massively selfish. The only reason, no, the only reason, the lovely reason behind all of this is that um, I do this because it keeps me keeps me from going at 110% um, and damaging myself. And it's just a lovely thing that while I've been making these over the past, I mean, I've shot up about 5,000 subscribers since lockdown started, funnily enough. Um, I think I started out as lockdown began, I was around about 900 subscribers. And I think as of right now, this is what, a year and three months later, I'm up at like 5,700 subscribers. And that's all mostly because you folks are, are, have been crying out for roll-along sessions while stuck at home in your gyms on a rowing machine and stuff. So who knows what's going to happen when the world reopens. But it doesn't matter because I'm going to carry on making these. Even if, even if there's only two people, even if it's only Scott and Ken and Karen and uh, all the, the other guys who obviously, because I'm so tired, I can't remember your name. So I'm really sorry because you're going to get in touch and say, why aren't you talking to me? But yeah, you know, you, you know, and Roy and... and and, and yeah, and everyone I reply, like, yeah, I'm not gonna, listen, dig a hole, eh? But yeah, the fact that even if I, it's only like a core of seven people left that are watching these videos and enjoying them, I will carry on making them because they help you guys and because it helps me. So it's not an ego thing. Obviously, you'd think I love the sound of my own voice because I never shut up. But like I keep saying, the truth is, I'm not like this in real life. I just, I'm the guy that sits and just listens to people rather than actually joins in the conversation. I've got very little to say. And to be honest, if I wasn't talking to you about rowing or Van Halen or drumming or or, or whatever, I'd, I'd have nothing to say. So this is why, and just as an aside, I'm not much of a football fan, as in a soccer. Um, and so when I go out with friends and they all sit down and they talk about football and how so-and-sos should be playing left back and the manager, I just sit there and just, I'm playing an episode of The Simpsons in my head because I've got no idea what they're on about. So, um, so yeah, I kind of miss out on that part of being a bloke and having to going out and having a conversation with people um, as a kind of a starter. It's almost like the you meet, meet a, a fellow man. And it's like, say, hi, my name is so-and-so. What football do you, team do you support? It's kind of how I, a lot of the conversations I'm across happen. And so when I say to them, I don't like football, they're like, up, 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 up. and then I just bore them a bit rowing. <laughs> does this go down as one of my longer outros? Probably does. Uh, I climbed a hill today. I climbed up Ben Ann, A apostrophe A-N. Um, up in the Trossachs in just up above Loch Lomond next to uh, Loch Katrin and oh my word it was lovely um, great um, great walk but having done that and I don't rode that session I'm rather tired so I'm wondering whether I'm stalling for time because I don't want to stand up <laughs> because if I try and stand up I'll just go and fall over so let's I, I like to if you're new to this channel I like to um, uh, finish off my rows. But I keep forgetting to say that at this point you should either be cooling down or stretching or or whatever. So it's not like I'm talking for nothing. This is when you should be stretching, okay? Um, this is the perfect moment for you just to get down on the floor, have a stretch, listen to my nonsense. And by the time I'm done, you'll have stretched. Okay, so it's like, it, it, there is method to this. I just never tell you about it. Um, anyway, so to, when I get to the end of the video, I throw out a hashtag for people to use in the comment just to kind of prove that they made it this far. 
um, that they didn't just kind of go, oh, whatever. And it's, it's just, it's a, bit of, it's a bit of fun, eh? If we can't have a little bit of fun nowadays, then what's the world come to? So, um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. So today's one is stalling for time, okay? Because that's obviously what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. And then I'm off to cook myself a lovely dinner, or my wife and I um, make a lovely dinner, uh, of uh, gnocchi, pancetta, spinach, uh, and in a cream cheesy garlicky um, sauce. Uh, with nutmeg um, and a big piece of garlic bread because I think I've earned it after today's walk and today's row. And obviously the amount of energy that I've expended talking to you for the past, what, 15 minutes as the row was done. So I should really go. I'm sorry, but I've got to go. I've got, I've got things to do. I've, you can't keep me here all day long, okay? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, but I've got to go, right? <laughs> oh, I do think I'm so funny. Dad gene kicks in from sometimes. Anyway, thank you so much for putting up with me. I mean, listen, if you find me entertaining, then... You, can you teach my wife <laughs> so that she knows how to find me entertaining? Um, uh, I hope I do make some of you laugh because otherwise this is quite sad, isn't it? This will be in years to come. People will watch this as a, as like, it's like, <laughs> like, oh look, it's the witterings of an insane man just losing it bit by bit, which could be true, to be honest. Could well be true. So anyway, thank you so much for being part of this. I really do appreciate it. I hope you're getting fitter, faster, stronger, like the t-shirt says. I know I am um, doing these sessions and uh, the, the healthy eating and uh, more, most importantly stopping drinking alcohol has just seen uh, weight just drop off me and muscles go on me, which is something that at 46 years old is an amazing thing to happen. So, and it's all part of the fact that you guys are giving me the structure to carry on rowing these kind of sessions rather than making it up and blaming my injury. So I really do appreciate everything that you say when you leave me comments because it's what keeps me going, all right? That's a very long-winded way, really circuitous way of getting to that point. So anyway, thank you so much. Do stay safe and be well. I will see you in the next video. Bye-bye.